Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Roach Marino Podcast. A podcast dedicated to helping men with their dating, pickup, relationship, overall just getting better with women. I hope all you guys are doing well. I'm still in California and we are still... In lockdown well half of a lockdown I think we're more than halfway of the lockdown and some of the things are lifted and everything is well but welcome to another show this is, this show will be themed around the story of a lay report of an Oregonian stripper girl happened a few years ago but before we dive in to the podcast, um, just a short story. I was at the grocery store the other day, and right before I was going to exit the market, I went into the beer section and wanted to grab something to drink for the night. Gee, I sound like an alcoholic with all this beer and alcoholic story. <laughs> but I was strolling down the beer aisle and I seen this hot Italian girl. And I, I was jumping for joy. I was like, yes, there's a natural port approach. I can do a day game approach. So I was walking down. I see her and I was walking down the beer and walk confidently shoulders shoulders back walking confidently as I was approaching this hot girl and I was about to approach the ins- the the anxieties and the weasels started kicking in and as I got closer towards this girl everything just intensified and I was like oh shit my heart was ready to jump out of my chest my my mind was racing my stomach was fucking turning turning into a knot and right when I was gonna say something I was about to I felt like I was gonna throw up something and right when I was gonna say something this girl turned around with a scowl on her face <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like what the fuck is going on I was about to it looked, I felt like and looked like I was going to take a shit. And she fucking scowled and ran away. She probably thought the same thing. I was about to fucking take a shit right there. So she ran away and and right when I was about to exit the market. Well, she probably ran away and told on me because when I was about to exit the market. All the security fucking gave me a fucking sinister look so... That was a here's a and that's a uh, that's a day, a day game failure story for you guys to start off the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, getting into the podcast. So this lay report happened maybe 
a few years ago and I was probably into my third fourth year into day game but at this time I was already you know confident with day game and I could approach and do all this thing so I wasn't heavily approaching but I still could approach so my friend calls me up out of the blue he ring me up and I looked at his number I was like who is this guy and I was thinking oh it's my friend from Oregon I haven't met him a long uh, I haven't seen him or talked to him for a while so he ring me up I answered and you know we catch up on a few things and he invited me back up to Oregon because he was moving from Oregon down to California and I was kind of hesitant about the invite because I lived in Oregon from 2008-2011 and I wasn't too sure if I wanted to go up there because I hated the cold and it was always rainy and windy and prior to going up there he the he called me and asked me if I wanted to help him move you know empty out his house and start packing his truck as he was going to drive down from Oregon all the way down to California and I was I was kind of hesitant because because of the weather and I just hated that spot and my friend um he taught me a lot about game not day game but night game um hitting up the bars in Oregon in Salem Oregon to be exact Salem Kaiser Oregon and I was kind of hesitant to go just because of the weather and stuff so I told him I'll get back back to him so I um so I decided to go up and hold on so I was debating ab about a week if I wanted to go or not and it finally kicked kicked in that you know this guy took care of me when I was out there so every time I needed help he was there for me you know he took care of me he he took me to the bars and every when had I haven't had any place to stay he would let me stay over at his house for a long period of time so it took about a week for me to realize that you know this guy needs my help so I I called him up and I was like yeah let's do it I'll, I'll come up there and he was only asking help for like five days so five days in the winter is not too bad after spending three years in the cold you know five days is not too bad at all so I decided to go So I arrived in Oregon, I landed in the Portland, Oregon airport, I don't know the abbreviation or the exact name of the airport but I landed in the Portland, Oregon airport which is a 40 minute drive north of Salem Kaiser, somewhere, somewhere in that area. But I remember at the time booking my flights, it was cheaper to fly out to Portland instead of Salem. I don't know why was why was that, but 
at that moment it was just cheaper so I decided to take that route instead and right on cue what I was thinking I'm not bashing Salem or Oregon at all it's just I hate the coming from Hawaii we were always used to sun and rainbows and sunshine we were just used to the sun and Oregon was just full of rain so I'm not bashing Salem or Portland if that if that sounds like it I'm sorry but yeah right on cue it was, the weather was shit the rain was shit it was very cold and lucky I packed a lot of clothes <laughs> I remember looking like a snowman standing out of the airport waiting for my friend but Salem has this good parts I remember you know the first year when I got there you know everything was just bliss you know it's just because I, I I was exploring something new and everything was fine but after living there for so after living there for about a year you know, my anxieties got worse my depression got worse it was just gray and gloomy so that's why I kind of hated it there after a year or so but Salem has you know like nice bars there you know there's in summer I remember summer you can go to rafting I forget what was the river called or the this one hot spot where you could go rafting and wakeboarding and all that stuff I did that for one summer and it was fun so my friend picks me up and he's still the same he's still I haven't seen him Prior to me, uh, him picking me up, I, have, I probably haven't seen him for almost maybe seven years. And he still talks the same, still dressed the same, acts the same. He's funny dude. The only thing different now about him is he has a family. So it was a 40-minute drive down to Salem from Portland. And all we was doing it was talking story, catching up on some things. And he still lives at the same house surprisingly just a lot of his roommates had moved on do other things and he just stayed at that place and built a family there doesn't look the house doesn't look like a bachelor pad anymore it's you know there's paint uh, uh there were there were paintings you know family pictures portraits and all the rooms was taken up by his kids and playrooms and offices so I just crashed out in his his living room f for five days. So we spent maybe, or when we when I got to his house, you know, I was thinking, you know, there was a lot of things to move, but he got all the small things done, and all all he needed help was just the bigger things like his couches, his TVs, and beds. And I just told him, you know, just sell all your stuff. But he was like, nah, I think it's better to just pack this and drive with it instead of buying all new furnitures and beds. So, okay, that was cool. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> I agree with him. And after a day of just, you know, howling ass, you know, emptying out of his house, I was kind of getting like stressed out and just being in inside of the house I just wanted to get out so after a full day of just moving all his stuff the next day he told me hey let's go to the bar so I was like of I was like so happy it was like Christmas it was like 
getting something for Christmas when I was a kid. So we d decided to go to this bar. It, was, it wasn't like a bumping bar or one of the popular bars. There. It was just a bar like on the, on the side of the highway. It was like a biker bar. So I was kind of hesitant going there. I was like, damn, I don't know if I want to go there. Because I heard some not so good things about bars like that. I'm not going to get into it. But I just kind of was like. Nah, I don't know. This I don't want to go. And he was, he kind of forced me into it. Like, nah, let's just get a couple beers, you know, go in here. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's just get a couple beers. And it wasn't even the weekend, so I I didn't know if he was gonna be pack or anything like that. But yeah, so we decided to go. So as I was at the bar, just talking to one of the bartender there was like a pole and there was a stage and a pole and I asked her oh what is that and then he said and the lady the bartender ladies was like oh there's there's dancers here and you came and she was like yeah there's dancers here you came on the right night and I was like what I was like okay so there's some good there's some good to this I was thinking so I was drinking I was probably on my third beer and then this this one girl started um then this the first stripper came up she wasn't too hot and I remember the third girl that came up a third girl came up and she started dancing she was nice she was my type and I was like damn and I was I was already buzzing I think I think that was my third beer and I think at that time I took a couple shots of Jaeger and you know I was buzzing and I felt good and at this time this excuse me if I'm talking too fast sorry and at this time my friend he was texting his um, wife and, you know, he had to go home and, you no, know, he was, you know, we had to go home earlier and I was like, nah, man, I'm buzzing. I'm feeling good. So he just gave me the heads up. And when this girl was dancing, I was like, shit, this girl is hot. When she, and I told myself, when she gets, when she gets off the stage, I'm going to go talk to her. So as her music started winding down and she was about to wrap it up you know i seen her right before she finished she gave me the eye and a smile so i was like oh that's a cue an eye and eye so when she got off stage i started when she when she got done dancing excuse me hold on so as this girl started finishing up her her performance I remember just sitting there and watching what she'll do next so in that bar where they were all dancing they had to go into this waiting area stand in line and wait wait till their next their next session comes up so I was thinking to myself you know this is a perfect time you know I'm buzzing she's there waiting she will, she will probably she's just waiting in line and she'll probably won't go for another you know 15 20 minutes and I remember just fucking being hammered and going out there and just spitting game. And I was thinking to myself, you know, it's, it's either going to go well or go bad. So I went there and took, took a chance and started spitting game. And I remember she was loving it. I remember her smiling and she was, she was, she was loving me. I don't know if it was the alcohol or the, 
all the skills I developed during my day game years and so she she started loving it and I remember just me and her just you know flirting I remember we was touching each other you know I was grabbing her ass you know holding her hand and trying to finger her right there but I couldn't finger her because you know everybody was watching and every time I was trying to get it all in there she was slapping my hand away but with a play with a playful smirk so I, I kind of knew she loved it and this was kind of the routine for the next like maybe hour hour half because she would go dance and I would calm down and no I would, yeah she would go dance and I would she would go into the waiting line and I would go up there and flirt with her and when while all this is happening you know my friend was getting drunk and her wife was kind of worried and pissed off so he gave me an ultimatum it's either go with him or stay at the bar and I told him you know what this could be the only night I can at least try get laid or you know score and I probably had maybe three or four more days in Oregon so I decided to stay and you know it, this and he was pretty much drunk and my friend was drunk and the drive from the bar to his house was like 15 minutes so if one comes to us I'll just walk it you know or catch an uber or something but I wasn't thinking straight you know all I wanted to get laid and yeah so he left and when he left he just told me if I needed a ride just call him but knowing him from before usually he doesn't answer when she's when he's drunk like that 99% of the time he doesn't answer so I, I decided to stay and for the next hour hour half that was the routine I was I'll just watch the girl dance and when she gets done I'll just go over there flirt with her so as the night was winding down and you know I was all happy because I thought I was be able to you know to do something with this girl so as I was wrapping up the night she was wrapping up her night you know I went I went there and tried and we talked to her I talked to her and I remember her saying like you know like she she really likes me but she can't take me home from here I was like why because they have this thing where you know the dancers can't go home with customers and and the strippers can't take any of the customers home even when leaving the bar too the the bouncers has to accompany the the, uh, the strippers back to their car and watch them leave so I was thinking shit now I'm stuck she can't take me home you know my friend's drunk what I'm gonna do so I remember her telling me oh meet me at this gas station so I searched my phone and there was a gas station nearby it was like a you know a two minute walk no I mean a two minute drive but since I was walking it would be like a fucking 10 minute walk or 10 15 minute walk and she told me you know meet me at this uh, gas station so I'm like fuck really so you know what I got nothing else to do now you know other than just fucking go to that gas station so I remember her t leaving and fuck me like looking stupid in front of the bar and all the fucking bouncers just looking at me funny so I'm just standing there in the cold and it was like half raining drizzling I'm like what I'm gonna do now so I said fuck it so I started walking to the gas station in the dark pitch dark and I remember fucking 
going through fields and getting all scratched up and I was like fuck this better be worth it because if not you know this whole night is shit and I was kind of thinking you know what she's probably not even gonna be there and I was I tried texting her and calling her and fucking it's no answer so am I so as am I so am I excuse me so as I'm running through the field you know getting torn up by fucking trees and branches I'm, I don't even know if the girl's gonna be there because she wasn't texting or calling. So I remember, and it, and it was when it was it was cold, it was raining, and fuck, I was like, shit, what the hell's going on? So I I, I don't even know the girl's there. So that that was like a 10, 15 minute um jog in the dark, getting scratched up by branches. So I finally reached the gas station and by surprise, she was there just waiting. And I was like, I went up to her and I was like, why, why didn't you call or text me? And then well, I asked her, why didn't, why didn't you call and text me back? And she was like, oh, she was in the fucking, she was in the store, the gas station, getting some food and beer and shit. And she just left her phone on silent in the car. So she didn't. That's the reason why she didn't get back to me. So I get into her car. And by this time, I'm fucking soaked. I'm, I'm cold. I'm shivering. You know, I'm getting scratched up. And all leaves, leaves all over me, branches. And I remember her, as I'm turning on the heater, I remember her just s smiling at me asking as all this is happening i turn on the heater and she looks at me and smiles and asks me well did, did i did, ask me if i got into a fight and i just gave her a, a playful smirk didn't even answer her question i didn't want to tell her what i did because i didn't want to seem that i was trying too hard so um as we are just driving around I'm there popping beer, she's drinking, we're taking shots of Jaeger. I don't know, Oregon Girls has this thing, drinking Jaeger and Red Bull. I don't know what that is, but she was taking that and she was kind of getting, she was getting drunk and everything was good. We, we settled, we settled right in front of her house and I think we, we just took shots and drank for maybe an hour and she was getting drunk and i was drunk or i was already drunk and by this time we we're all we was already making out and i remember kissing her and she's kissing me and she's like i remember just on top of me dry humping me and stuff and i was like yes this is all worth it i'm gonna get laid tonight so all by, by all this time all this thing is happening you know she invited me to go back in the room and as right when we was about to get up her fucking brother pulls up and i was like oh shit who is that and she was like she was stunned and kind of had a shocked face and she was like oh that's my brother and i was like so what let's go and she was like no we can't because her fucking brother is over is all overprotected about her and i'm like fuck so what then and she was like oh we can't go in the house and i was like fuck it let's just have sex inside the car and she was like no 
She's not like that. As freaky as she looks and all the things that she does, she didn't want to have sex in her car. So I tried begging her to go in her house or if not in her house, I was trying to push her to have sex in the car. And she was like, no, she wasn't having it. So I was like, what? And then I, by this time I was getting, you know, I was over it the night from all the, from all the rain, the cold and, you know, walking in the, the field and getting scratched up by branches now this the brother i just you know didn't feel it anymore so i told her you know what take me home and she couldn't even take me home she was so drunk that she couldn't drive and she was like she's not driving so i didn't i didn't want to force her to take me home or anything you know fair play and i didn't want to call uber or anything like that so you know what i decided to just walk home so I, again i walked home in the rain, in the cold, I remember just shivering, smoking a cigarette, and on the and on the walk home, all I was thinking about is fucking hot shower. <laughs> That's all I, I wasn't thinking about the girl or nothing. I remember a, a headache coming on. And I didn't think about the girl or anything else. I just I was just thinking about taking a hot shower. So it was lucky I searched the area and my friends the, the walk was only maybe a 15 20 minute walk max and so i just fucking manned up and just walked home in the cold and all i wanted was a hot shower and i remember getting home that night getting t and taking that hot shower it was like the best thing ever i like i could i took a hot shower i remember popped some fucking tylenol and just went to bed and early in the morning, I got a text from the girl and we made plans for that night. And the same thing, what we did was the same thing. I didn't go to the bar though. I just waited till she got off work. She freaking picked me up and we did the same thing. We, we, got, we got beers, we got drunk, took the shot and the same thing. We parked in front of her house, started making out. And the same thing happened. The brother came up the same way and... We couldn't go in her house. She didn't want to do it in the car. And again, she was too drunk to take me home. So <laughs> the same routine, the same night. And by this time, I was kind of over it. I didn't even care about the lay anymore. I was thinking, you know, I'm going home in a couple of days. So I, I didn't I didn't care too much about the lay. All I wanted was just to just relax and couldn't wait to go home. And... The next morning, she texted me again, and we text back and forth, and she wanted me to come over again, but this time she didn't work, So, and she said that her brother was going to be gone, so I was thinking, fuck, really? Do I want to do this again, or is it just another waste of time? So I remember her, uh, me and her making plans, and she said her brother wasn't home. So as we made um, plans, so I decided, you know what, fuck it, it's my last night, I'm just going to try go for the lay and, and just try to see what happens. So we made plans for that night and I remember going there and then she t and as I was walking there and I remember her texting me and she was like, oh, my brother's home. So I'm like, fuck, again? And then she was like, oh, he's sleeping. So I was like, fuck you, just let me in. So I'm like, she, she fucking opened the door and let me in. 
and I remember she was my bro, bro, the brother sleeping on the couch, so I'm like sneaking in, you know, trying not to get caught. It's like the movie The Entrapment, going through, um, you know, remember the remember that movie Entrapment with the with the laser beams and the light. If you touch the light and then all the alarm goes off, it felt like that. So I was just fucking maneuvering through fucking the couches and behind the door, and finally we, I get I got past through to her room. And I remember fucking just, we were just fucking smashing for like three hours, three, four hours. And then I was like, fuck, that was the best fucking lay, lay ever. I'm not going to get into the fucking details of the lay, but. And I remember when fucking we was getting down, um, getting done. I just laid on her bed. I was thinking, wow, this lay was so worth it. All that hard work I was going through. So I remember the night. <laughs> was coming to an end and I had to get back because I was going I was flying home the next day and I was just thinking fuck now I gotta get through the fucking get through the fucking living room again and I just remember thinking fuck I should just jump out the girl's window from here but I didn't want to risk it I don't want to fucking get hurt or anything but I remember fucking exiting the girl's room and I looked over the couch and the fucking brother was in there. So I was thinking, fuck. Maybe the brother's waiting for me. He'll probably jump me and fucking stab me or something. But that wasn't the case. I remember fucking just exiting peacefully. I remember and walking back to my friend's house. It was still cold, raining, but I didn't even care. And I was just smiling and going back home. And I was just smiling. I didn't even care. All I was... All I care about is going home, taking a shower and stuff. And I remember getting back home, no, to my friend's house and just taking a shower and telling him the story all about it. And I told him, told my friend, yeah, this is what I've been doing for the last three, four years. And he was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? And everything was good. And then the next day, you know, I texted the girl and then, I remember her texting me saying her, fucking his brother didn't even care like he heard he heard us that night but he didn't even care so the girl just assumed like the brother was overprotected but it was nothing it, it was just smooth and I remember on the flight home I was thinking oh now I, there's a there's a, um, there's a reason why to go back to Oregon if I keep in touch with this girl there can be um, a reason why I go up there. Because she was fine. She was hot. So I, I got home. And my real home here in California. And I remember. Like taking two three days off. Because of the jet lag. And I tried texting her. And calling the girl back. But that was it. I didn't, I didn't get no text back. Or call back from the girl ever again. And that was it. She just probably wanted that experience. And. You know, I kind of wanted it. Probably I wanted something more, but it's okay. Sometimes, you know, you can't do nothing about it. But yeah, that was my story of an Oregonian girl. A strip or a story of the Oregonian stripper girl. A lay report. And I hope this story was a bit catchy and you guys got all the facts down I kind of talk too fast and you know my accent is kind of 
my accent forces me to talk like this but yeah that was the story and i hope you guys like it um give a like thumbs up or thumbs down subscribe or unsubscribe leave a comment or not if you guys want skype coaching head on to roachmarino.com that's my blog and i can't do any day game coaching right now but uh, i mean day game info coaching but there's skype day game coaching if you want but uh until next time see you guys later roach out <laughs>